trying to get with new partners <laughs> you know what yeah i'm not trying to get like if you're listening to this yeah some of y'all better marry because once you want to introduce me to your new partners i'm gonna be like it's not yeah, it's not happening bro I'm, you know that's like this one too do you know that one <laughs> only here by circumstance you are rude nah man no. but it's true yeah no, you're rude. but it's true it gets it gets like that because when we hang out with people i'm like i be hanging out with couples all the time man these niggas better just love each other for the rest of their life well, how do you feel about like the old days or so Double dates? Mm-hmm. No, I don't mind it. Oh, go away. I, I don't like this. Why? Because I like to separate from the like, a little bit. You know that kind of way? Yeah, you know, the PDA. <laughs> now, as soon as you're like, 
No, because my friends are doing pretty yeah, but I just I just like when I'm hanging out with my friends, I wanna hang out with my friends doing some fuck shit. Like mm-hmm. you saw at the award like this award show when Booch was across the room and I just started shouting to him and he started shouting to say that's 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 that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Sometimes but when we're our partners we feel like we have to restrict it a little bit, it's like oh, tone it down. Because me and one of the other misses are trying to do a a thing, but they're not on it. They're not on it. Because why? Why not? You know, because double double dates are just they're set up for failure. Why? Because if the other couple is too lovey dovey, yeah, yeah, and yeah. go for you need to know with a mature couple that's been together for a long time as well. That they don't that, 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 that they don't <laughs> They just don't here for a date, and so they just want to get out the house. They mm-hmm. just want to do like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. fuck that shit, bro. Or then you couple that. Mm-hmm. I love you. Mm-hmm. You don't even love each other yet. But there's none of that though. Yeah. The couples that we had hang around with. Yeah, there's, there's none of that. Hang couples, you know. <laughs> there's none of that. I really there's nothing. But it's not. It doesn't even feel like it's couples. No, that's true, man. It actually, cause okay, yesterday when we went to Barna, it didn't really feel like it was couple. Yeah, that's true. That's it, true. it was just for like a group of friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's so. Yeah, but those are the best ones. Look, oh my God, I see me put you in that situation where she brings you to meet the girls, or whatever, and then they just leave all the men to hang out together. Like, oh, you guys are men, have fun. No, I haven't done no, that. No, not really. Well, no. there's some situation where the guys just end up being cool. Mm-hmm. Like there was a baby shower we went to in Peckham. Mm-hmm. And then one of the guys that was walking with him, speaking to him, French guy, ended up being Congolese. What the gods? Every time strapped. I bring him somewhere, he always ends up meeting a Congolese guy. It's because these Nigerian babes love Congolese men. Excuse you? On the timeline, they'll tell you, no, oh, I, I want to Yoruba guy. Oh, I don't. I want to Yoruba guy. That's what they'll tell you on the timeline. And I meet them in real life, I'm like, oh, Congo, Nigeria. Think about it. How many weddings did you see that Congo, Nigerian crossover? Two, maybe. I saw like four. Even in, in your town, there was a few, there was a couple there as well. I know too many in your town. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those two, including you. No, 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 because I didn't say, let's be together. Oh, God. Yeah, Is that how you move to someone to say, let's be together? Yeah! It's <laughs> not how guys do to girls. Yeah, but girls move, to, move together in a different way. Girls aren't they're not as direct. As direct? God yeah. forbid for me to be rejected. Well, you roll your eyes. Direct roll your eyes. I don't care. Won't kill no. rejected one time. Yeah, and never one again. Life, life <laughs> not, I will yeah. never be rejected again. God forbid. One time. So? Jesus Christ. <laughs> they, they, like, they get rejected and there's this thing that's like, and I think it's, a lot of it's just like, we were told it's like, oh, sometimes they're, they're chasing and you see the movies, the girls saying no, even, I always say the analogies, like that Chris Brown song, Excuse Me Miss, where she's parroting him, but he keeps trying, he keeps like, let's talk about that song. Okay. Let's talk about that song. Let's talk about that song. Why, why, is he, why is he following the girl? That's actually, imagine, imagine you're walking down the street, minding your business, and this nigga is... But that used to be the, the thing though. Yeah, I know, but... That, that, no, 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 because that used to happen. Okay, when back in the day when rights was, that actually used to be a thing where men would not stop. They continuously follow you throughout the night, and God forbid they give you one drink. God forbid. They are in those situations, did you ever like, in those situations did you ever give in? I'm like this guy. No. You don't know, like, like that. No, because uh, my my whole thing is I don't go for anybody that moves to me in the club, anyways, because I don't think you're serious. What am I supposed to move to you? And especially back then, you anywhere else but the club. See? But what if at the only place I see you is the club? If it's meant to be, we'll meet again. 
God. Because <laughs> we're not, because it don't move to me in the club. Because I just always feel like if you're moving to me in the club, you're just looking for somebody you're going to take home. And not necessarily. Even if necessarily, I can take you home. We can build something from here. Mm, you know, I can take you home, know? then I can take you seriously. Yeah, yeah. People are like, I'm going to get that shots. Because you might not take me serious. And you might just take me home. That's how women don't know how to have fun. You know, just enjoy it, man. Enjoy it for what it is. But that, what enjoy, okay, what if what if it's not? It doesn't take you serious. At least you enjoy that moment, though. No? Mm -hmm. We're here for a good time. No, a long time. time. You know. Yeah, but okay. See, the thing is, back. My mentality has changed a little bit. Well, but you're rude. back in the day, it used to be. You know, you have to be a good girl, so you you couldn't be a certain way because your parents used to teach you that men don't want women. That move a certain way. Mm. Okay, and but you know all the holes that you know here. Yeah, they're all married. Exactly. And that's so that's why. That's why it's changing. And you get older and you realize, oh, so we're all ending up at the same place because the like I get it because back then as well we were like you're, you're taught like you should only take a certain type of girls this way. You the, the church girl, the going girl, and then you get older and you realize, what if I don't want a church girl? Because what if I want yeah. the bad B? The, and it's maybe like the church girl sometimes is the bad bee. Maybe, maybe it's a bit both. Yeah, 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 maybe you can be both. Like, like let me know, let me not put them in a box. Maybe you can be a church girl and a bad bee. Like you can multifaceted. It's also get, I remember I have this conversation with her. Actually, I was saying like, it's some people they have their a certain way themselves. Like they like going out, they're outgoing. They might like to go have shisha, shisha. They might like to live a certain life a certain way because that's how they are. But they feel like they're conditioned to marry a certain type of, I'll put it like, in like mm -hmm. a certain type of girls. So then they marry that girl where the perception they were told, oh, she's a good girl, do you know? But then they realize, this doesn't suit me. And I remember just Jean saying it on the podcast. She said, she has friends that want to go out for shisha and they want to do this and that's the life they want to live. But they can't do it with their wives because they're, they've married. Then I date them. So now you've married someone who doesn't suit how you want to live life. And Adam22 is another podcaster and he's married to a porn star. And I looked at him and I was like, he knows how he is. He knows he likes to live a wild life. He knows he likes to do this. He likes to do this. So he married someone that suits his lifestyle. Rather than marrying someone that's a bit more conservative, mm -hmm. you want to do certain things, and they're looking at you like, that's not me. What are you doing? Yeah, but us Africans were told also, like very, very certain ways. Maybe men also fear that if they go for the body, maybe the body can leave them or the body can cheat. See, this is the thing. If you're not ready for a body, you can't handle it. A lot of people are not. A lot of men are not ready for bodies. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, what's called having, having, having a bad B, yeah, it takes a certain level of mental fortitude. Mm. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because niggas are gonna shoot. Yeah. Bro, a nigga shoot. Sometimes even in front of you. Bro, sometimes they'll know you and they'll come dap you. Wait, <laughs> I'm not sure what you're anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you look like that. It's a certain level of more mental force you like, you know what I'm saying? Actually, you know what? Quick intro before we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yes, anyways, anyways, then we're here. We are Church to the Game. We are the podcast with the highest level of analysis that the culture needs. I'm Uncle J, but you man can call me Jordan. I'm here with... No, it's your girl, so of course, big vision with the brightest touch. No, it's like most light skin on the podcast today, but did you will say there's no corny intro, so he is... Thank Divider program. Here, who are we here today? Um, Simi Sola. Miss Mrs. Mendomba, as they so much say. Because everybody, Simi always saying, when you taking your, when you do take your wife to work day, this is it. This is it. This is it right now. 
So they draw all the You guys can finally put a face to the to the name to the enigma. You you've spoken so much about something on the podcast also because of like yeah, it's just who I live with. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and I feel like there's actually because Simi is very. Simi got married and decided to disappear. Oh my god! I knew this narrative was gonna come. This one the narrative. No, I knew it. I knew it. I was thinking about it. I was like, Deji is going to say how I just disappeared. I just left the friendship. It's true. It's not. It is true. Because okay, in a way, yeah. In a way, you guys became friends. Okay. And you guys became closer. Okay. So it just, it just seemed that because you guys got closer, I just pulled back a little bit. I think that's a couple. <laughs> no, 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 because we only we only became super cool more recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When since charge to the game happened, mm-hmm. became more cool. Okay. And even even within that. For context, by the way, let me say, DJ and Simi grew up together in Navin. So DJ and Simi, many people might not know this, but so DJ oh, and Simi, yeah, have been friends before. Yeah. Me and Simi were even new okay, together. Sure. This, this is it. Fuck your niggas, yeah. So Simi is one of my favorite friends. <laughs> She's married to Jordan, oh so I could not do anything. So how the fuck you guys? <laughs> <laughs> this is Deji Simi. So yeah, sorry. Just for context, Deji and Simi grew up in the same town. They grew up together. They yeah. didn't know each other even before I know Simi or yeah. before I know Deji. So that's why this mm. conversation is happening. Exactly. Yeah. And then Simi got married and then decided to ditch me. To be honest, I just ditched everybody. So back to it's my narrative is true. But I explain to you why. No, it's not. I don't just, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just I got lazier. Just this, this is in the a thing, way. Yeah. I I have no feelings about it. Like it's calm. Like life happens. Shit happens in it. You get what I'm saying? No, I know because to be honest, I always do think about it. The fact that like when we used to always go for um, lunch together, one week I'll pay, one week like I do miss stuff like that. But I don't know. I to be honest, I'm just a lazy person now. I've just I don't leave. I don't even leave my town to go out anywhere. So that's fair enough. Yeah, but that's that's the best. It's not. It's not. It's nothing against you. Oh yeah, I told you I have no feelings for this. Like, that's what you know. No, I know because you said you changed, man. You changed. Yeah, no, no, you changed, man. You got married and you changed, man. I don't know. You're blaming all the fact that I got married. She changed her last name and became a whole different person. Oh my god. Oh my god. Just on that though, how? Because we had people here for public. How was it for you, man, growing up in Navan? Was it a lot of black people or did you just kind of keep to yourselves? It was a small. They were small enough. It was a small community. Mm-hmm. It was a small community. I feel like so you small, people, all know each other kind yeah. of way. Even if you're yeah. not friends, you know all of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, we had the added borders of both of our parents' own shops. Yeah, mm-hmm. right next so to each other. Like literally, my mom's hair shop was here. Mm-hmm. My mom's African shop was so it was right there. Right, like right next to each other. You guys were boys back then as well. Yeah, so yeah. you know what? Actually, we were. No, because um, you were close mm-hmm. to my sister. Because mm-hmm. you guys were in the same year. Yeah, yeah. Were so you guys were in the same year, so you guys were close, and then my brother and your brother were close. Yeah, and, and Simi was doing mean girls with the rest of them. So. I was not doing mean girls. I was, Simi, I was, I was not. You, I was not a mean girl. That, I that. actually was not stop a mean girl. That. You were a mean girl. I was not. I was far from a mean girl. Talk to me. Oh my god, no! You're the truth. You're the truth. Simi and her group of friends. Yeah. Oh my god. They were. They were the it's girls. They were the mean girls. No, it wasn't. Simi, why are you lying? Girl, you know, Simi, you're a mystery. Nah, the way Simi talks about her childhood as if she was oppressed. I'm not. She was oppressed. You know, 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 you know
it's, no. it's one of those ones, she's living a double life. At home, she's oppressed, but when she's outside, she's oppressed. No, I was not dangerous. You were? No, okay, I was wait, in so, the group with Mean Girls, but so I was were, not a Mean Girl. Okay, Mean Girl by association. Yeah. Would you rather that? I, I was actually a Mean Girl. Nah, did your partner. You think I was not recording? Yeah, yeah, I'll check out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It is recorded. No, I'm just fired because I can't see the red dot from here. There's a red dot. No, it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh maybe because I can see. Okay, that's fine. No, keep going. Keep going, though. Um, I was not. You were a mean girl. I was not. No, no, do what you talk I, about I your childhood. Mean, I was not a mean girl. <laughs> and anyways, I couldn't be a mean girl because by a certain point, like once I finished school, I had to be. I was always in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was always at the show. Just because you're at home, just because school... you're at home, doesn't mean you weren't a mean girl. Exactly. Like, like, uh, school is what you were part of. That group of I mean girls. So you think the people I hang around with at that time, they were all mean girls? I, when I say mean girls, I don't mean like you guys were like bitches or mean or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's more, you know what the mean girl represents? You know like the movie, what the mean girls represent? Mm-hmm. Like that clique of girls that always doing popular like, Okay, maybe we were a clique, but I don't think we were definitely No, we were a clique. Oh my god. We were a clique, but I don't think we were mean girls. Well, look, I don't mean mean in the time of, in the sense Like we weren't bitchy. I, I can't answer that because... Who are bitchy to you? Not to me, I don't, I, not yeah. to me. <laughs> like, I mostly... See, you, you're taking this as I'm calling you actually mean. Mm-hmm. And it's you're just using the mean girl as a I'm phrase of mean Like you're saying, mean okay, girls. we're a clique. Yeah, like, fine, that, we that were a clique. That clique of girls that just always, you know, do their thing. Yeah, we were a clique, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but for you then... Well, we're probably like the baddies of, in Navan. Because okay. it wasn't, to be honest, yeah, there was, no, there's really no baddies in Navan at that time. That's, not, that's what? At that time. There wasn't that many. Like I'm not saying only my clique was, but there oh. wasn't that many. Oh yeah, no, no, not that, not that many. There wasn't. But then again, back then, did we have buddies? Like that's true too. Our we, buddies we have, have, have they, they have to do their thing. We're still, their, we're still doing pick and drop. Pick and drop. What's called? <laughs> we're still trying to be white girls in the back home. You know them ones. And oh my god. <laughs> Bare black girls Oh, we used to do the back home all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the so, time. So like, it's it's different now. It's different now. They didn't have to buy the two-year powders from your mom's shop. Bro, they didn't have HD lace back then, man. Mm-hmm. They were still mm-hmm. doing foundation from pennies and that. Yep. Like, did you have to work in your mom's shop as well? Bro. I don't. You, you were. <laughs> Every summer, my mom went to Nigeria. We ran yeah, the shop. Ran oh, shop. Okay. Like, um, that's good AG, responsibility. And um, your sister and Yusuf was just there for. He was, was, was just like, there. Like the thing is right. Genuinely, it's so funny on my CV when it's kind of like. Oh, have you ever done it? Like I ran, like we ran the shop. It's not even like a, there was there was an auntie there that she did hair, right? And people just kind of automatically thought that she was in charge, in charge. but she was very much not in charge. Mm-hmm. Like we we paid the bills, we we even decided to do sales, we carried out the stock, mm-hmm. we paid the barber, we did everything. Kind of a situation. We opened the shop, we did everything. So on my CV, when I talk about management experience, I've had management experience since yeah, I was like fifteen, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it doesn't look realistic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? but it's true though, because it was the same with us as well. Whenever my mom used to like go to Nigeria, and my dad, my dad was there, but. Like he was just there just to like maybe open the door and it'll just be me and my sisters and mm. taking care of the whole shop. We used to oh we used to run a muck. I remember like Bambi and all of them used to come over, we used to get uh, molds, everybody just be chilling outside in front of the shop. It used to be it used to be good vibes. It was good vibes. It was it was only good vibes in pieces because it's kinda like the worst thing is you wake you're on a Saturday, you think you're about Saturday morning, you think you're gonna chill. It's like yeah. oh, come show, come show. Why? Why? Yeah, yeah, no, it's aspects. annoying. Yeah, it yeah, is yeah. annoying because your whole week your whole weekend was the shop. But to make it not terrible, 
was having the friends come come mm-hmm. by. Mm-hmm. Even if they could only be there for thirty minutes, it's still it's weird for that thirty minutes. It's still but good. Then yeah, yeah, they're yeah. all going off to go do God knows mm-hmm. what. Whatever and normal things that teenagers should be doing. And we're here, running the show. Like you're here running the And then the summer. And then the aunties would be like, oh. Yeah, but your mom used to give it to me at that oh price. Oh my god, stop! You. Stop it! She did it! And then I, I would be giving up my mom, mom, stop giving these people discounts. Because then they come to me and they yeah. say, oh, and then the worst thing about it, you have a customer in front of you and you're trying to call your mom. Your mom, and she's not answering. And then the worst part is when they pick up and they're Nigerian, they're living it up. And yeah. you can hear them. Yeah, you can hear the background. And you can hear the background. Dude, that's in the summer. Dude, that's in the summer. Leaving no. three kids at home. Bro, the whole summer they're gone. And we're here running the whole ass business. That, like, that's the one thing I feel like. We had adults, um, just in case any government people were listening. There were adults around. We had supervision. <laughs> we were listening to the shops. Okay. Yeah, this, this is not child labor. I got paid. Yeah, I got paid. <laughs> no, but, but yeah, like it was, it was a weird time. It just kind of felt like the shop was life. Do you know what I mean? It was yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. What, what did they stop? What did they stop running the shop? Um, My mom decided that she wanted to go to Nigeria and move there, but she never did, so she sold the shop. I don't know about your mom. My mom, it just kind of... I don't know, it just started kind of fizzling out. Yeah. Like, and then it just got to a place where she's like, nah, I'm just... And then I think more. also, because we had, the parents had the same landlord, they started bulking up the, like, mm-hmm. the rent, and just a lot of stuff, and it just didn't make sense, and then people started, instead of the people in Navin um, supporting, they started going, like, elsewhere, mm-hmm. and it's just... Do you, do you know how annoying it is to, to hear simple expression, that's just simple expression, Oh, I can get it for this price in Dublin. Dublin. Go to Dublin. So go to yeah, Dublin, yeah. Like, and also the amount of money that petrol. the petrol that you want to get to Dublin, mm-hmm. you might have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the, one of the things <coughs> that happened in uh, Brigham because, like you're saying, when we were young, there's very small black communities probably everywhere. Mm-hmm. But the, the town got bigger. There's three African shops in just in that town because the petrol. There was one day we wanted uh, town we used to go to dye a shop. Shout out to them, and they had to close because once all our towns start getting a bit bigger mm-hmm. and shops start coming into the town. People are like, why would I take my petrol now to go drive in Dublin? Yeah. Even if it's an extra 10 euro, sometimes it's just about convenience. I can be home in, like before half-time kickoff. I don't have to deal with Dublin yeah. traffic. I don't have to deal with all these people. Bro, I'm this, back home. At this point in my life, like, I value my time so much. Like, Bro, I'm, yeah. I'm not driving. Bro. I'm not spending however long driving to Dublin to save, what, yeah. five euro? Even, yeah. even being here, because I'm like, oh, by the time we finish, it's going to be rush hour. I was like, let's find a shop, do our shopping now, because mm-hmm. why are we sitting in the traffic for another hour just Bro, to go to the shop for another hour? So, so, I wanted to ask you, actually, because this, this narrative of <coughs> podcast niggas going on, yeah. And sometimes, I'll be on my watch here, people be calling me out. Fed. <laughs> he's, a he's a fed. Even later on, they'll be saying, at home, how, fed. <laughs> how does your wife think about you saying these things on the pod? What's it like dealing with being married to a podcast nigga? Yeah, I do think they should take his Twitter page. <laughs> his mic. I've, I've, actually, I've actually had to tweet Simi to come get you a couple times at the time. Like. <laughs> do you know people that I don't even know say, what does your wife think about this? I say, look, look. How do I get into this? How am I involved? Why is it for people? Why, why, why am I involved? Because you, you don't even know me. I'm involved. Because you, you know, you, you know what's so funny. You know when, um, like, you know when you're like younger and your parents are like, oh, they're reporting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get it now. That's why it is. I get it now. That is why it is. But you know what? That gave me the vibe of I don't know if like if last month or something. Remember there was a guy, a forty-year-old man that was on a twenty-something-year-old uh, woman's Twitter page. I was talking about her body, yeah, 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 yeah. and he said, "If you by the time I come back and eat, I, I'll drop your wife." Every time I get that, I always feel like that. I'm always like, "Don't disgrace me! Don't disgrace me! Don't be at me no, here!" It's How funny. Do I like this? 
Useless. Because people think like because and I get it because now I'm like a married man. There's a certain way because obviously none of us have been married. We've just seen married men of our father's generation and how they were like very serious, very strict. So I think it's the, the, the dynamic is like once that was done, I'm supposed to behave a certain way. And in certain ways I am. And I, I do understand that. But in certain ways I'm just like, we're just fucking around. Like this is a joke I would have made. These are jokes I make in my house. Like she'd be walking around and I'll make this joke and I'll be like, nah, this is too good to be in the house. I need to I need, <laughs> I need the world to hear. I need the world to hear. But I don't understand what people are people are like. To be honest, I never got married. So that's why when some people go, Do you not get the ache? I say, you know what? I say, you know it every day, but I'm married. Where am I going? So I don't have to accept it. Because it's like we're a new, new age, it's like, remember all these movies in like 90s babies, they said the women of today, they're probably not as mature as our moms. It's just, it's like, it's like a thing where the married men of today, we're not going to be the same as our dads. Do you know that kind of way? Or the fathers. But the men of today are more childish than the, uh, our dads. The uh, Are we? A bit more. How? You're more free, you're more like, you don't take life as serious. You think our dads didn't take life proper serious. They had to grow up really, really quick. Yeah, yeah no. so do we. No, but what I mean is like everything was really, really serious with them. Like I'm pretty sure if I talk to my dad, like my dad was twenty one, paying for his college fees and paying for two of his younger siblings. You think me at twenty one I was paying for anybody's but school fees? The, that's not to do with But what I'm just, saying is that's just a situation circumstance. Yeah, but what but what I'm saying is like a lot of them probably had to do stuff like that. A lot of them had to hustle earlier, a lot of them had to grow up quicker. It's charge up to the game. Yeah, it's charge it, but I'm saying that the you guys don't have to do that. No, no, I get what you're saying. My responsibilities at my age of 21 isn't the same as my dad's. Mm-hmm. My dad's had to leave his house by the age he was 12 and he basically had to raise himself and for the most part of his life. So he's going to be, certain things about him are going to be just more serious, whereas mm-hmm. I lived with my parents till, what, seven months ago? Yeah. And I just moved out then and I'm just learning things, how to navigate life then. So. I wouldn't have had to learn certain responsibilities as fast as my father. But that's only my circumstance. That's only me. And that's not, that doesn't apply across the board. So but do you think that, you, do you think like you're more, not more mature, but you're kind of more mature than what your age is? Yeah, I think, I think I've always been like that though. No, I know you've always been mature, but do you think like you're far, like, as in like you have the mentality of what, like a 30 something year old, no. even though you're only 20 something? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No, I think I'm a mentality of a 28. Yeah, I I think life as it goes, it's like, okay, now I now I have to have a house, I have to be that mature. Like, I only have to be as mature as I need to be. But, do you know that kind of way? I don't, I don't want to be more mature than I need to be. No, this, this, is this is the thing, yeah. People, people, <coughs> I think people confuse maturity with, like, responsibility. responsibility. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm. you know what? That whole thing of, like, um, they're expecting you to be a certain way because you're married now. Mm. You're looking at somebody, you're looking up at somebody, do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're not bantering with us. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? So you only see the serious side. Exactly. Like when they're on the like, you know being growing up in an African shop and growing up in a hairdressing shop, when you start hearing the shit that these people are talking about, Hello? you realize that they're on the same bullshit that we're on. Bro, why you I don't like going to salon sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> because the the aunties will say, oh, the way you put my leg up here. The what? I'm at, I Bro. Aunties are, what? I'm, why I'm, think, too, I'm too young. <laughs> I'm too young. I don't want to be hearing this. Why, why do you think I've learned, I've learned the art of listening but look like I'm not listening? Yeah. Bro, yeah. I'm in the shop and these women are giving all the tea. Yeah. They're giving, ah, my husband, this one is you cheating. Knock this me one, like this. This one is doing. Bro, Bro, I was in the barbershop. Like, shout out my barbershop, Marlon. Married men dead telling their 
their friends how to cheat and get away with it. How do which, which girl they have in London, which girl they have here. And me, I'm 16 listening, and sometimes they look at you and they say, they'll tell you one day you'll understand. They'll tell you, ah, these guys are still young, enjoy it, enjoy all these girls, because soon you'll have to start hiding them. I was like, this is so crazy. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, so like, so like, the thing is, you're lo- you're looking at something as like, when you have you guys had that conversation with your parents of like, yo, tell me about how you grew up. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. they start telling you about all the fuck shit that they were doing, even times where you, you might have been there. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's so funny watching him now. Every time I look, I was like, Sir. he's so gentle. Sir. He's so gentle, but he was on crud. If my mom knew he was on crud, I was like, how did you manage? Because but but, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like we because we look up and it's kind of like one of those situations where they're not giving us the real. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like even when you're even when you have a kid and the kid gets to like to an age where he starts to understand, you're still not gonna give him that. You're not bantering with him like you're bantering with us. You're not mm-hmm. bantering with him. You're not giving him all of that mm-hmm. until he gets to a certain age. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah. If you are looking at marriage and you built your foundations of marriage from the ages of like ten to, to like twenty to like twenty, and all you're seeing is your parents, I'm like, no, you shouldn't do this. You shouldn't. After marriage, man, you, they're all serious. Yeah. And then you go on the timeline and you see the married man do TikTok. You're yeah. like, what the fuck is happening here? Dude, are you not married? This, this is the thing, yeah. If you have looked through some of these uncles' phones or some of the shit that they be sending over over on their WhatsApp group chats, bro, they're just sending porn. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So there's it's not majority. You just yeah, yeah. you're just not getting to see. And yeah, that, that I think part. that's it. Do you think it's also because they're under more pressure with perception of age, not really maturity, they have to give a certain perception, even with status of like father, uncle, this. So they have to be like because within their peers, because None of me and my, none of my friends have kids yet. Like, do you know that kind of way? But if we did have kids, maybe in front of the kids, we're giving them this perception of like, we're mature uncles. But at the same time, me and Butch are saying, the I don't think so. I think our generation is a bit different. Okay. I don't think our generation will be as. We won't pretend as much. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you have nieces and nephews. So I don't think that you, to them, you'll come across as like, oh, I'm this great uncle that. Like not that you're not a great uncle. You like you know what I mean. Like I don't think you're gonna pretend. You're gonna put a wall up. Not too much. You're gonna be yeah. I think our generation. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think our generation. We're gonna be a bit more transparent than our parents was because it gets to a stage. Simi and I were having this conversation driving home yesterday. It's like it gets to a stage where now they want us to build the foundation of a friendship and just banter with them and be on that level mm-hmm. where we spent 28 years not being like that. Mm-hmm. And not, like my father looked at me and he says like, look, sometimes I want to talk to a man and I have no friends in this country and I want to talk to you because you're a man now. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, this was never our relationship. How can we just switch it on? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, whereas me and you, for example, yeah, it, recently we're building up, we're switching it on, we're switching on. You might get to five years where we're talking about things we were talking about five years ago. Mm-hmm. It'll take time to get yeah, there, yeah. but I don't know how to get Even like my older sister, because of like Nigerian household, like she was like five-ish, six-ish um, years older than me. Mm-hmm. But the way they used to make it is like, oh, she's like... She's your she's, she's your second parent. Yeah. Whatever she says kind of goes. Yeah. So we kind of used to give her this kind of like... We used to actually look at her as... Okay, we used to look at her like, okay, she's just um, this extra parent and you couldn't do certain things with yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. to be honest, it made us not be close to her. Mm-hmm. But only in the recent, maybe like two years or something, now we started getting closer. I text her every day and stuff like that. We talk as like we're mates. Mm-hmm. But for years, my mom used to make it like, that's your, that's your elder. Mm-hmm. Like, that's your second mom, basically. Yeah. So you cannot banter. The same way you treat me is the same way you're meant to treat her. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, okay, there's five years between us, but then there's five years between me and my brother. 
I don't treat my brother the way she treats me, if that makes sense. Like, I, we don't have to call her auntie. We used to call her big sis. We couldn't call her by her name. Yeah. We always had to say big sis. That, yeah. was, the, well, that, was, that was it. Mm-hmm. While my brother is out here telling me, fuck you. <laughs> so it's I, I told you about it, bro. You, you guys, you guys needed to fuck him up. No, they didn't. Yeah. No, because look, bro. I always, bitch, I always no, say, no, with, 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 with boys, yeah. there always has to be a threat of violence. Mm. No, 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 it's true. Like, it's not, no, it's true. Not violence. Mm-hmm. You, I'm not saying you have to fuck him up, but there has to be that threat of violence. Yeah. Because that. once, like, let's be kind. Your brother was a prick when he was growing up. Yeah. Like he was, he was, he was a little shit. But the thing is, right. Once he got to the age where you guys couldn't beat him up, now I, there is no consequences to my actions. Mm. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. I know once a boy takes this guy. Because he's the tallest as well. He's like six trees, so he hey, he towers over everybody. He used to do. Still, like, not now, but like, I, I think when he was like 20, 21, I used to be like, look, yeah, you wrestle. Even if you beat me, we'll, we will yeah, wrestle. Nah, but now you, now you go there. 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 Now I think that's what fucks it up though. What like, do you mean? Because Wait, you're not taking that word seriously. <laughs> like, because I dig it. Just content. Because you know you know what? Like I feel like because I always ask married people, right? I don't understand why people think that there's gonna be a difference. Like the day that before you got engaged and mm-hmm. after you got engaged, it's mm-hmm. still the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think for guys as well, because we don't really care about the wedding. As soon as I buy you that ring and you say yes, you're my wife. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. no, there's nothing yeah. else. And then the day after before our wedding and the day after our wedding. It's the same ones, mm-hmm. but I feel like people have this expectation that it's magically something is going to change. I think for women, sometimes it's just the security. I don't understand that. Yeah. No, because sometimes, that's not like, men are out here, they be doing shit, they be doing stuff. Not that it's going to make a difference when you have a ring, mm-hmm. but sometimes it just gives women a bit more Leverage. peace of, yeah, a bit more peace of like mind in a way. No, just a tiny that. bit. No, the thing is, I, I understand the security mm-hmm. level, but I'm talking about, they almost feel like, the person now is supposed to act make a different yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah, gonna yeah. change bro i'm the, i'm i was the I'm same guy me. yesterday i'm gonna be mm-hmm. the same guy tomorrow Do you i don't think we've changed no and then i think everybody like they just said the best like we had the benefit of being friends being friends for five years and like, being together for five years yeah like, i remember the other day i was saying it to was like in five years i would have known see me half my life in, in literally five years, I would have known her half my life. So a lot of people come on the pod and they ask me, it's like, oh, you're married, I was like being married. And I have to regurgitate the same things again and again. And I'm like, they've they heard this 50 times. Now to ask you on the pod, because people are definitely going to be like, okay, now you're here. What's it like being married for you? No, no, no. What's it like living with you, man? Yeah, actually, yeah, let's do that. Um, It's annoying. <laughs> no, it's annoying living with a man. But I realize this is just all men. It's not actually just as in Jordan, because when I speak to my other friends as well, whether they're married or not married, it's the same thing. Men just, it, I think women have a certain expectations of how they want their house to be. Mm-hmm. And men, men don't care. There's things like, I'll, Jordan be like, oh, where does this go again? I'm like, well, do we not live in the same house? How do you not know where this goes? <laughs> or like we go shopping and he doesn't know what we have at home or what we don't have at home. So if I don't say what we're getting, he can't go shopping by himself. He can't. I'll buy jellies and I'll buy jellies and I'll buy jellies and I'll buy jellies and I'll buy 
And now they're eggs. And that's it. That's all. If the rice is running low, he doesn't know. Wait, wait, wait. Running low. No, you cook. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no, no. He cooks. Do you know what it is? Also, because I know somebody knows. If I hear we need to go shopping, then I'm like, oh, that means you don't, you know what's missing in the house, isn't it? You know, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you know what's missing. If does, we need to go shopping, does this does this go the other way where there's certain things you just don't know about, but it's Jordan's responsibility to know? No, I know everything. Even about your car, everything. My car. Yeah. Yeah, I know when my car is having issues. Yeah, Jordan, do better, bro. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I know when my car is having issues if the uh, oil is low, if this is that. I, I so you know. just throw Jordan the keys and be like, fix it. No, no, I do it. Cause my dad used to, my dad taught me how to do it, so mm. I had my dad, so I don't I don't need a nigga to Speaking show about me. dads, <laughs> because there was a very interesting conversation at the time like, the other day about mommy's boys. Yes. Oh yeah. I and girls, girls do this thing where they want you to like okay right, a daddy's girl is fine, mommy's boy is bad right? Yeah, I'm a daddy's girl. Okay. Perfect. You know the only difference is that is it, the only difference is in the way of men show love by providing and doing things, mm-hmm. whereas women show love by doing things for you. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when it's a daddy's girl, it's fine. Oh, my dad paid all my bills. My dad does this. To this day, my dad still pays my bills. To this day, my dad still fixes my car. But if I say to this day, my mom still cooks for me or my mom still washes my clothes, all this kind of stuff, it's a problem. Why? Mm-hmm. Like it's the same thing. It's just love is being shown different in different ways. Yeah, I. I can't really argue that point because my thing is like it's not that oh my dad used to do this for me so my dad showed me how to do things mm-hmm. that that his way of of teaching us was showing us things how yeah. to do it by ourselves teaching how to fish yeah so basically like time, yeah. he taught us all about our finance how to manage a credit card like stuff about your car like if it was about fixing a laptop like anything that like he knew mm-hmm. my dad would teach us not how to do it yeah. so i feel like and then also my mom always used to do everything in the house my mom was very diy um yeah. as well so i saw in my household that everybody did stuff for themselves they didn't really wait mm-hmm. for someone so a lot of times i don't wait for jordan to do anything i want to do if i want to nail something to the wall and like put a frame up or whatever i'll do it myself i don't need to wait for jordan to do it the only thing i might need jordan to do is if it has it's to too high like you to, can't reach that was uncalled for. <laughs> I'm just saying. Don't if it's just up there, for it. if it's up there, like. if it's that tall, it's yourself. So, <laughs> so, so it's okay. Be a ditch. Come on. Sorry. Don't mind him. Don't mind him. I claim the six. Who said that? Anyways. <laughs> no, but it's just like I don't. The only time I probably need your help is if it has to do with like weights or if I can't open like certain things. <laughs> but other than that, like I do everything myself. So I'm not. Oh, I have to wait for. And Jordan to do it because my dad used to do it for me. No, it was never like that. Does that annoy you? What? Does that annoy you? No, because I'll, I'll get to it and then you come over. No, like, because our home, our home, my mom did the reverse. It wasn't my dad. My dad was a very like practical guy. It was like this is what you need to do as a man. This is what you need to do. But my mom was like, this you need to iron. This is how you iron. She showed me like so. It it works the reverse. And it's like there's certain things I'm like okay. If Simi goes away and I need to like you're saying cook. For example, my mom, after the age of 12, when we were going to school, she said, I'm not going to keep breaking up for you to make the breakfast. You're still in sixth class. It's like, this is how you make egg. She made it with us a, a few weekends, and then she stopped. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom was the same way of them. It's like, I always say to her, like, I, we, we very much grew up with our, our mom in my house. But, like, my dad, 
from the beginning when we were in Congo was he was always traveling for work and here he's always away. So we pretty much grew up with our mom and our mom was the same. She's like she always used to say, I'm not gonna be here for you guys forever. <coughs> so it's better for you to learn to do things I just can't I shouldn't just do it for you. Mm. So I had that similar upbringing or similar mindset. So when you come into it and you see it, it's like, oh my dad taught me how to do this. Mm. You don't take it to heart because you're like, oh yeah, that's what happened in my house too. Maybe in other houses like I'm the normal guy might feel like because I'm the man let me do, do it. But do you feel like for you, if you were with a girl and she did everything for herself, would that bother you? Mm. It won't bother me because I'm of the opinion that I want you to know how to do everything. Yeah. Mm. I'm not gonna make you do it. Yeah. Mm. But I want to know that. You know. If, that I know that you know how to do. It because yeah. If what, yeah. Like at the end of the day, I'm not always gonna be there. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And like. Go for it, I die tomorrow. Yeah. I don't want to Literally, my mom said exact, those are the words my mom said, mm -hmm. word for word. And also, knowing that I have younger sister, like, shout out Katie, I was like, I wanted you know how to do things because I don't want them to go to a man and feel like you're dependent on him. If he's not here, or my dad lives in for me. No, like, same has been around. If she needs to eat, she'll, she'll go to the kitchen and cook herself yeah. sometimes mm -hmm. because she has to learn how to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. My mom's always been like that, though. My mom's always been like, don't depend on a man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, for me, it's just very much like, like, I want you to know how to drive. If we're always together, if we're together, I'm going to. I'm, I'm oh. going to always be the one driving. Ask him to drive. No, go away. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, she like, had to learn. Because she was like, she was applying for. She was like working at Sandy Mount, taking a fucking bus to Navnitsan and then Lewis out to Sandy Mount. I'm like, bro, you are, you know, you're drained by Wednesday for a reason. Yeah. This commute I'm, is not helping it's, you. It's, it's, one, it's, it's one of those situations that, like, I feel like. This is why I triggered I triggered these niggas the other day. Like, but with girls, you don't really have to learn how to drive. Man, mm. like a man not knowing how to drive gives me the ick. At what age though? At any age. No, no, no. no, no, no. So by twenty-five, by twenty-five, 25 by twenty-five, if you can, I you can't drive. Yeah, like, twenty-one. No, twenty-one. Yeah, you need to. Why did you learn how to drive? No, mind no. your business. That's <laughs> not to do. This is, no, this that's is, not so, not I'm, I'm not even talking about license because I understand the license thing. Sometimes, like, I didn't get my full license till I was. No, I'm not talking about full license. I'm just saying have the it, it, uh, the actual license. Say that you've done the interior and you've done some. Even license. that, I'm, even that, even I'm just, even forget about that. Mm -hmm. I think you should just have the ability to drive. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whether it's legal or illegally. <laughs> be able to have do it legally. Do it legally. Have your insurance on your tax entity. Do it legally. Get your lessons done. I just like being Get prepared. Mm. I just like being prepared. Mm. And I like knowing that. Even That's even another reason why I don't know why some people can only drive automatics. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That always bothers me. Why do people, that, like when they learn how to drive, it's just automatic and that's it. Easy. I know that on Twitter they said, oh, women, you complain, you want stuff life, but you're doing kiki on your manual car. Mm. But like, it's I think you should be able to learn both. It's easier. Both. It's easier. But for me, why I want, I always, I will always recommend learning both is because you never know. I like the option of if there is a car there no matter what the car mm -hmm. is I can just pick up and go mm -hmm. do you know what I'm saying because God forbid there's an emergency and the only car that there is a manual you can drive mm -hmm. however you don't drive a bomber yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah and I think that's like especially in our country in, in America they're actually mostly man automatic mm -hmm. so in, in America the likelihood in emergency when you get into a car remember when Desperate Housewives she got into a car and she saw steak she was actually like shocked which is actually funny because that's an emergency she was yeah. shocked but whereas here you're most likely to get into a car. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's, so that's my thing. Like, I just want you to be able to know how to do everything. Yeah. I'm not that I'm going to expect you to do everything. Like, yeah, if yeah. you're with me, I'm always going to be the one doing the driving. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I'm not there, I want you to be able to drive yourself. So you know what, what age should a woman by latest know how to drive? This is the thing. Know how to drive before you need to learn. Because mm. when that pressure of having, like, 
I watched my sister have to learn how to drive because she had to learn. Mm-hmm. Not because mm-hmm. it, it's a different pressure. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And the thing about driving is you need to be relaxed. You need to be comfortable. If you're under pressure and you're not someone that can deal with being under pressure, it's going to be harder for you to learn mm-hmm. how yeah, to drive. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? You've got to learn how to drive because now you've got a job 40 minutes away, 45 minutes away. Now they have to learn how to drive because like, now you're putting yourself under pressure. It's just convenience. It's actually just convenience. Learning yeah. how to drive is just this. Especially in this Ireland. In this yeah, Ireland, where, like getting here. Remember when David did that journey mm-hmm. from Barbrigan, the bus broke down, he had to get I'm like, bro, it could someplace, and then we're driving here from Barbrigan, it's 20 minutes. Look, it's something, something, something in Ireland, something that's a 15 minute drive to take you yeah, to yeah. like, And it doesn't make sense. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My yeah. brother was here and then he was he followed me to Liffey Valley you know, right? they were doing the Newbury episode because mm-hmm. he was going to Dundrum because obviously Liffey Valley and uh, Dundrum is like a few stops. He was like, oh yeah, I'm, just, I'm like, but well, I'm like, but do you know in Ireland you have to go back into town and then back out of Dundrum? Yeah. So he ended up paying for a taxi. I'm like, yeah, because Ireland doesn't allow you like, I'm only two exits away. Let me just come with you here and I get, I'm a couple of exits down. I don't know. Oh, so you have to go back into town and then back out of Dundrum. So, and it's just, yeah. I just, I'm back to So how's it being right for you? I'm good. There hasn't really been that much of a difference, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, living together for what, like seven, seven eight months. Seven, eight months. Eight been fine. There hasn't been really much of a switch. Um, I don't feel panicky because I know some people say they feel panicky when they're moving because we never lived together before. So um, yeah, there's no, there's not much of a difference. I just think that you learn, you learn. Everybody's coming from different uh, backgrounds. Everybody's coming from different households, different ways of doing certain things. I think at first I was kind of like, no, we're doing it this way. That was, I was only doing it that way because that's how my mom used to do it. Yeah. But when you come into a new household together, you have to find a way that that's going to work for both. Yeah. So I think at the beginning I was clashing a little bit just because I was like, no, we're going to do it this way. But really and truly, why does it have to be that way? Just because my mom does it that way doesn't mean that it suits me. I'm just, that's just, Conditioning, that's why I used to do. Well, it's been fine. There's not there's not much of a difference, to be honest. I don't, I don't think there is. Yeah, no. I know. And it, it, it really goes back to what, to what you what you said. It's just because there's so much years of mileage of knowing each other. And I can understand people being with each other a year or two and then moving in. Or maybe that transition could be a bit more difficult because you're probably still learning about the person and their background themselves, especially being older. We had the privilege of meeting when we were younger where we could be in each other's houses. Mm-hmm. And like some small like like where the eggs are kept. Simi knows where the eggs are kept in my house because she's been in that environment. Yeah. So when I, when I don't yeah. have them Why there... Why do you keep your eggs? Which so do I, but he, they're, they, don't, in the drawer. they don't put in like, the It, it, it didn't make a difference to me because we're seeing them, like, oh, we keep the eggs here now. It's like that, just that mental little switch, like, oh, this is where we keep I the eggs. I wonder if that's now. just a Nigerian thing. Yeah. But I if I had to explain to her, I was like, no, we keep the eggs here, she would understand to the way I've been around your family. I know where that comes from. Yeah. So I think that kind of helps also the transition, just having a little bit more understanding towards each other. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. You, what's one thing, what's one thing that, does, that just annoys you, like some little, that just pulls you, like wet, wet towel on the bed? <laughs> And then he knows better now. Um, <laughs> he wants to do that. Um, sometimes you have to do things just to. No, no. <laughs> That's sometimes just have to. No, no. Um, sometimes it's just leaving things open. Yes, yes, yes. How long did I have? My dad just. Oh, my dad just. Like you know, like the pots and. The, like say, like the rice cooker. Yeah, He'll yeah, yeah. get rice and he'll leave the lid on the side. Yeah. Eat his food, go out, chill, oh, no. and I walk yeah. into the kitchen. I, and I know I do it. It annoys me that I keep doing it. <laughs> like, keep doing it. Or like, stew the yeah. container. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you leave the container uh, laid on the side and the stew is there, so it's just open. This was a massive fuck up. This was a massive fuck up. But do you know the thing is, I was looking forward to because I was obviously driving to the concert. Remember, you you know our experience growing up as men, yeah, it actually it's different to them women's, you know. Because yeah. we were talking about um, secondary school and how like did your parents have to walk you to school? No. And you walk back, and then whatever time you go home, you just give an explanation, say, "Oh, I was at football, I was at the library, or whatever." Um, I grew up differently because. We, my mom was working like three jobs, so half the time we didn't see her. Oh, so okay. it was like, it was like literally, freedom. we would wake up back in primary school. But was it the same with your sister? Yeah, no, my sister, like, okay, so in primary school, what happened was my sister would wake us up, we'd get ready and we'd just walk to school. And then mm-hmm. after school's over, we'd just walk out. Okay. So, like, a lot more time, we could go time without seeing all. But what I'm saying is, like, with your sister, do you think like she your was mom was keeping an eye on her a lot more? than you or was you all the same like your own? She got it a bit more but I still very much got it as well because like when my mom had the shop because the shop was in town right mm-hmm. and the boys walk, walk down you know walk, you walk through the center mm-hmm. you chill you chill you chill and then you get to the shop I'm, I'm getting to the shop at five no yeah like five o'clock half five what was it you finished school at four yeah <laughs> where have you been <laughs> Mom, you know, like, what do you mean? You, you're so you're walking around. Galavanti. Yeah. <laughs> Galavanti. I say that to say because I'm looking forward to like the kid raising stage. Mm-hmm. To, just to see how Simi then interacts with her, like, when they're like 12, 13, 14. Because I listen sometimes, I'm like, they're picking me up from school, they're yeah, dropping me to school. I was like, in first year or second year school, second year, second year school. Mom, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> my mom used to wait. Just don't do it. <laughs> Like, I'll just walk to school, just gallivant. In first year and second year. I don't know if that has to do with my... What time... When you guys were in primary school, did you finish the same time as secondary school? No, you finished at three in primary school. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, my mom just used to wait for myself and she'll wait outside the gate and yeah, meal, the yeah, first mom, and second year. I remember my mom... My mom, I think my mom gave, like, we had to have freedom. Not freedom, but, like, yeah, we had to have freedom. that responsibility because... So so, <laughs> we had to have that responsibility because like she was working like we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what she did though was occasionally she'd test us. Because one time yeah. Cause okay, so let's say so you knew her schedule in in and out, like not kind of it's just that I know that she was just working a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when it was when we woke up for school, we just knew that she wasn't around. And when we got back from school we knew that she wasn't around. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like we probably wouldn't see our mom till Six or seven PM mm-hmm. at night, mm-hmm. and then that's it again. Yeah, see her for a couple of hours, go to bed, and it's gone. And do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But there was one time she's like, "Oh, there's two. This, our school is literally right across from the library, the primary school. This is a primary school. So she said, go this way because there's a there's a person that crosses lollipop. Yeah, the lollipop. And then there's a and then there's a what's it called? Do you know that roundabout is like it's very dangerous. Like a few people have been killed there. Yeah. The, pres- the uh, principal of the school I went to before I joined, she got killed there. So, yeah, she's cr- oh my yeah, god. Yeah, she was crossing the roundabout and she that got knocked down. Makes so That's much why they make the roundabout so big now in Navin. That is this makes this story makes so much fucking sense now. Because mom was like, go that way, go this way, because mm-hmm. there's a someone's you crossing and there's a thing. Mm-hmm. Don't go the other way. Yeah. And I was young, I didn't care, I just went the other way. And then turns out I think she I think she told me to do that and then she was lurking to see if I did it. So the next day 
I go, I go, she picked me up. She's like, you didn't go with her. I was like, how do you know? She was watching. Yeah. So I think she gave us little things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could know, I can see, I know what you're doing. It was just because, I think it was just because of that safety because I do remember the year before, I think it was the year before I went to first year or two years before, the principal got knocked out of that roundabout. That's why that roundabout is so annoying now that it's so wide that you almost go on top of it is because so many people got knocked down. Not all of them died, but so many people got knocked down around there. Yeah, I was just, right in front of a primary school, so I that worked. Yeah, my thing was just, as long as my grades weren't suffering, my parents mind the business. Mm -hmm. Like I could nah. come home, I go home after school, play football, and then I come home as long as the grade, as long as my grades were not suffering, because I was telling them, it was like, the only, and I, was, I don't think I was even like a bad student the overall, to be fair. The only thing that they hated was that uh, like, I was my friend. My year had hated that I was friends with Tyro because he was like, Mr. Mendongo, you need to fly with the Eagles. Mr. Tibetan's holding you back. And I'm like, yeah, but it's fun, man. <laughs> this, is, this, is most, this is like the best part about school. Kind of thing. Children, want, children want to go to school just to have fun. Yeah. Well, I think, I think my sister did get a lot more of the scrutiny, yeah. but that's also just because of... She's a woman. It's because she's a woman, but also we were also put under a microscope as well. Like there's a stigma about like single parents and all this kind of shit. Like literally, yes. so someone yeah. literally told like one of my sister's friends when she was younger, her mom told her to stop hanging around with my sister because single parents' kids don't do well. Mm -hmm. So like, and then obviously I have heard that many times. Yeah, I've heard that many times. Like bro, the kind the kind of stories that go around about my family back then were kind of crazy. Like people were saying that my mom was bringing niggas home for my, my sister to sleep with and all this kind of shit. So my mom was extra. But you know, in that they chat a lot of shit because someone told my mom that I was pregnant. Yeah. In second year. Someone told my mom I was pregnant. My mom never said anything. She said, if and my mom was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, but because of that, and obviously you yeah. like, you then obviously, you know, like it's one of those situations where now that I spoke to my mom. And because it, your mom had to shop as well, everybody knew your mom. Exactly. So they knew and like they're watching you. Instead of them to watch their own children, they're not watching their children. Exactly. They're watching you. So now it kind of put my mom, my, my sister, extra under the microscope. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now it, was, it wasn't only the fact of like, oh, you're a girl and I don't want you to get pregnant, but also I extra don't want you to get pregnant because yeah. now it's going to be like, I told you, yeah. like, just told you about these yeah. single parents, I told you about these kids kind of a situation. So my sister got it a lot more than, than she, needed she, it. she needed to. But also then, once my mom, like once my mom came to the and all that kind of shit, she then put everything into us. Mm. So then we were all kind of under a microscope. It got to a place where I just stopped asking to go, I stopped all doing all that kind of stuff. Cause I was like, so gonna say no, blah, yeah, blah, 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 yeah, blah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? So I felt like my experience is slightly different, mm. but my sister did get it worse than me. Well, how many years is between you and your sister? Uh, four years either side. Okay. I was gonna ask, like, is that what, do you kind of think you'd love that strict approach? Cause obviously we all come from different backgrounds. I wasn't like, I didn't really have that strict approach on me, Nathan even less so. And I think I look at it like, oh, we didn't do bad in life. It's like, we didn't have the microscope on us. I'm not saying that we're like this, we did great, but we, it turned out fine. So maybe I'm looking at it like, oh yeah, let them walk back from school with their friends. Let them go for football play after. As long as the main thing stays the main thing, obviously that's how I was raised, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So as long as the main thing stays the main thing, they will be fine. Because I say this on the pod, like, I think Nathan's like probably the most mentally strong out of us. But he had the most freedom. Like, you come home at 12 on a school night, calmly. See that middle no child, they always get, you know my sister, she's a middle child, she could do whatever no she wanted. So, so that's what I wanted to ask you guys. This is the thing, it's not that she could do whatever she wanted. She just did. She just 
dealt with the consequences of yeah. what came I was not dealing with no consequences. Yeah, <laughs> I was not ready to do a no consequences. That's where the problem lies. Mm. Like, I had too much fear from my mom. Yeah, I know, but what, I'm, what, what I realize now mm. is that you have to rebel. Like, no, I know. But so I, can't I, think, I don't have they that. Have I don't have that in me. I don't think I have that in me. I think, I think you do. I just think that you. I fear um, authority too much. Is it that you? Is it that you fear authority, or you bought into the dream that they were selling? What do you mean by that? They sell you this dream of you go to school, you be good, you be good, then you find a husband. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z, you will get this, this, and that. Exactly. And so this won't happen. And because they're your happen. parents, and you're like, and and that's a good point because. But I'm also a very anxious person. I always, and I'm also a very overthink. Like I overthink everything in life. Exactly. Like, I I got into the dream. I listened to my parents. I was like, okay. But you kind of rebelled school. eventually. In what way? Like as in like. Use drugs. <laughs> 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 Molly, you are popping everything. You've even tried the white stuff. What is allegedly? Allegedly. You've been doing this. Yeah. No, I get. I get what you're saying, but no, I get both sides. But honestly, for the most part, it's like there. Was, I remember being. This is our conditioning and religion. Like, it's very so mad. Because I remember being six years old and going to Sunday school, and they read. I know the verse. It's like I think it's Ephesians six four or Ephesians four six. It says, "Enfant obéissez vos parents selon le Seigneur." I remember it in French to this day. It eventually means, "Child, listen to your parents, obey your parents according to the Lord." This is the only promise that comes with a blessing. This is the only blessing. They cut out the end. They cut out the end. Apparently, it's also the end of it is. Our parents don't antagonize you. Yeah, yes, yes, no, 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 Things turned out pretty okay, but I saw about the dreams like, okay, you go to school, you get married, and then this will happen. And it's honestly turned out that way. So I understand that people buy into the dreams. I know some people, some people cop on early. It's like, it is a dream you're selling because life isn't black and white like that. And I realize that now. It just because it turned out for me that way, but life is very complex. We come from different dynamics. Like statistically, single parent because statistically you're bringing in less income so you have less money to support your family mm -hmm. so then they can't get the tutors they can't go to ballet they can't go to football mm -hmm. so they don't have the same opportunity so statistically because they're coming from this and disadvantage not they might not do as well to my sister who has two parents two brothers working they pay for her piano lessons like i can look at her and expect her friends to have that same level of privilege i look at kitty i'm like kitty you get your brothers to pay for piano lessons your friends who their mom has four girls in the house just her don't expect them to to get the same level. It's just on. Not saying they won't, mm -hmm. but you have certain advantages that they just don't. It's yeah, unless you go to the life though. <laughs> yeah. But she's rebelling now. Yeah. No, yeah, but yeah, I mean, no. like she's too spoiled. She yeah. needs to. Yeah, like the, for me, how I want to raise my kids is. A balance, spoiledness, but. Yeah, a balance, but I also believe in. I'm gonna give you the choice. Like I'm gonna give you the freedom to make mistakes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. if you want to do something, I will tell you, you shouldn't do this because of this, but hey, I don't think it's... Do you, know you also saying? think that now we don't, we won't care as much, like, if my children are doing certain things, I'm not going to look at it as like, okay, that's my fault. Like, if you say, hmm, that's Simi's child then, that she's out here, she's doing madness. Do you think it's different now because... 
I'm not gonna lie, well, our parents, a lot of things is like, what are they gonna say outside? What are they gonna do? A lot of the reason why we couldn't do certain things is because, oh, so-and-so is gonna say this about you. I don't think it's gonna be as much. Yeah, like for an example, it's gonna be like the, the hair situation. Like we couldn't get certain, like I always say to Simi, like we have a son, all the hairstyles. No. Get bro. No. Get everything no. Yeah, I came home. Yeah. 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 I they used to be doing turn around and die. That's the type of people that used to do those relaxed hair. So that's what you would have been. That's for me like drunker, man. I didn't want to be over the thing again. I feel like, I feel like, um, I don't want to, I want to be cool with my kids, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to actually be able to like, yo, chat to Talk. me kind of situation, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because, the thing is, right, they, I feel like our parents don't give us credit for being good kids. No, because the thing is, it's almost expected. There is nothing that genuinely, if I decided that I want to be out there on badness, there is nothing I, I can do. I remember I said this too. I think all of us actually we turned around to my mom because she was giving about something. Uh, I go, none of us is on drugs. None of us has had um, a pregnancy. None of us are out here on the street. Don't like, 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 I was like, so what is it? Like the small, small things that you're complaining about. There's people's children that do ten times worse. And but you're not it's talking. It's that they compare us to as well. Like. I mean, if you know what if they're doing, know, if you know, the you know, crush. you know why that's so. Sometimes that guy, they, that child, they fuck up publicly. You're like, haha. <laughs> because it's not even their fault. Because I've, I've been in instances, and you're in churches, and there's people talking up kids and talking up people. You're like, but no, him, think, <laughs> that nigga. Think about, think about it. Yeah, Katie saw this cartoon said he scored most of his goals in, in, in church. I bet you, how many of those aunties were looking at him like, why can't you be more like David? <laughs> well, you don't know David is playing the piano, and he's like. I scored the head of last week. Those the guys that they're this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but, but that's so that's the thing for me. I feel like I feel like if a kid decides that they want to do something, right? Mm. You don't stop them from doing it. Mm. They just get better at doing it and hiding it. Yeah. Like think about how many times how many people have snuck out. They go instead they're of going to school. Out. Instead of going, I, I never had anywhere to go. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, no, I, there was things to go. I was, I was there to get on my bike. And and my mom can hear anything in the house. You can hear the creaks. Like you go to the bathroom at two a.m. I was like, who's that in the bathroom? Mom I'm like, where do you sleep? <laughs> where do you sleep? Yeah, like they, they, but there's stuff like, like all of those things. Mm. You just find better ways to do yeah. it. If you, you, if you in trouble for sneaking out, you don't say, I'm never sneaking out again. You say, okay, next time, don't do that. So it's kind of like, is it, is it really worth it? You I think we all say this in theory though. We all would, everybody would like to be the cool parent. Everybody would like to be the like talk to me parent. But then you still have to be a parent. No, you and that's, the, and that's parent, the first step. And but you don't have to have fear. Like, do you know how many yeah, things yeah, yeah. that I wanted, I wanted to say to my mom? And I'd be like, hmm, no, actually, I'll just keep it. There's, like, I know your parents sometimes look at you and go, what is actually stressing you? There's nothing in this life stressing you. Like, you have no stress. I can't tell you that I have heartbreak. You told me not to have boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how true that is! Uh, that's crying! They didn't even tell you, see? That's what I said. You're crying in 
in your room and you want calls you to come downstairs to scale fish. And you're like, you want you want me to scale fish? Why I'm crying? Because the thing is, if you if you had actually let me have that boyfriend, yeah. Yeah. If the thing is, if you had actually let me have that boyfriend, right? And we actually spoke about this boyfriend. I wouldn't be taking advice from my friend that's telling mm-hmm. me to suck dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They always turn around and just say, oh, if you just took it, it's always the case. But it's true. But well, ask them you know if they're sucking dick, they're probably not even sucking well, dick. Because, because the thing is right, the thing is right, at, at 13, 14, what do we know? How about that? Do you know what I mean? But like, anything, like, the blind in the blind. Do you know? Why am I listening to 15 year old Chris down here, my girl? Bro, bro, crazy. Do, you, do you know how, do you know, there was times where ladies are talking about like having sex with his girl or whatever. People that have never had sex before yeah. are giving advice. I don't even know how I know because I was one giving advice that I had sex. <laughs> <laughs> so imagine if you just did this. Do you, know what I'm saying? You, know what? you guys used to watch porn and think you know everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's because there is nowhere else to teach us. Do you know what I mean? I always say it. Like, I, I'll, if the maybe the first triple I've had sex with told me I was bad, I'll, I'll take it on the chin. I, I always say, Oloni on Twitter, mm-hmm. when she started, was my first time seeing it through a different lens. It was actually a real life woman talking about having sex. Yeah, and then you're like, oh man. Especially the fingering. Oh my god, men used to. <laughs> but <laughs> that's. Insane. But that's. But and women as well, they used to keep their mouth shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's because there was nobody, there was nobody to teach you. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're asking another 13 year old, like, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's how it's do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not that. I, I'm going to parents, yes, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's totally like, mad though. What? To be having sex. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad, but well, you know when you're 13, you don't think it's mad. Yeah, yeah. it's you. Because it's, it's you. You think you're mature. I, I did it at 16, I think it's mad. But, no, no, 16 is not mad. <laughs> don't have sex. <laughs> don't have sex. You see that? That teen pregnancy is real. But what's called, like, is you're not going to feel like that because you're the oldest you've ever been. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, you're you're going through everything as you. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you probably look at 21-year-old you now, like, oh, you're a baby. Yeah, But yeah, when yeah. you were 21, you were that guy. Like, oh, you, was, do you get what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you can't I really say freedom. that. I freedom. I was in Galway, lived my life. And, no parents. And that's the thing. Like, ev- like everybody goes through that thing. Mm-hmm. We... We were that we were that uncle. Like now we're that uncle that's telling you, yo, when you're in college, focus, yeah. man. Don't yes, do it. Yes, yes, yes. We when that guy was telling us, shut up, shut up, man. You know, uncle. The saying is, youth is wasted on the young mm-hmm. because it's only you get older that you realize the youth that yo, bro, that do this, do this. Because when you're young, you don't you're wasting it. You're like you said, man, why is this uncle talking to me mm-hmm. in this way? And that's why now I actually listen to older people. When they tell me it's like yo, maybe you wanna do it this way or you wanna if you're gonna work this way or blah blah I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna take it more on board mm-hmm. now. Being seventeen, I'm like, this guy man, even my barber, the first one of the adults of I remember was sitting there, all these people talking and I started driving to talk like seventeen talking about driving, so you think you're the guy. And they it's advice free, I think I've said it before, it says, Jordan, now that you drive, yeah? Remember the girl that was walking with you everywhere. Mm-hmm. And that just applies in life. Every time you level up in anything in life, remember mm-hmm. who took the journey with you. And I had a foresight to kind of listen to it then, but back then you could just be like, yeah, but man's driving, though. I'm going to get new babes. Mm-hmm. Do you know that kind of way? He's telling you, due to his experience, and you maybe use the driving as the analogy, but he, re- he recognizes that I've gone through life, and the people that have helped me along the journey are the people that should be with me there mm-hmm. when I am enjoying the fruits of the labor. That kind yeah. of way. So I have a question. Yeah. So, like, oh God, don't tell me it's gone now. My memory, my memory is so like. My memory is so shocking. Um, I think I had to. Oh yeah, friendships. Yeah. So Mel and um, you're like 
on the side of getting closer to 30, mm -hmm. you've probably had the majority of your friends for like 10 years, 15, yeah, some yeah. even longer. Have you had like friendship breakups? Yeah. And do you feel like, do you feel like when it happened, it was just like, yeah, that's it. Because what I, why I'm asking is because when women go through like friendship breakups, mm. it's so like, it's almost so intense. Mm. Mm. But I wonder if it's the same for male or they just say, ah, it is what it is and that's it, kind of. I think for men, like, well, I'll speak for me. I've never had something end because of beef. Yeah. It's always okay. fizzled Gross. out. Okay. So it's not that. It's, so it's not. It's never a beef or anything like that. It's just that every once in a while, you might, oh shit, actually, you know what? Kinda, I don't know if I spoke to that person ages. I kind of miss those times. Mm -hmm. But it's never like a, it's never anything, do you know what I'm saying? Beef, so it's yeah. not something like, it didn't, it didn't affect me like that. Like, mm -hmm. imagine, okay, imagine a relationship where you guys break up amicably and say, mm -hmm. you know, it's not working for both of us and we mm -hmm. go our separate ways. Mm -hmm. It could hurt, but it's not, it's not deep. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? But if it's like a, you cheat on me, fuck you, blah blah blah, mm -hmm. that's when that pain is different. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't gone through a beef disagreement yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why I'm saying that is because like I've recently gone through like a friendship kind of breakup, but it wasn't beef. Mm -hmm. It was just when a friendship is too one sided, mm -hmm. after a while you're just like oh, I'm tired of From carrying this yeah. on my back, yeah. that kind of thing. And this person was close to me, but I don't miss the person. So I'm wondering, like, did I, did we, were we actually friends, friends? Because you know, like, obviously, if you break up with someone, whether in a relationship or like friendship, whatever, mm. like, you should miss them at some point. But there's, uh, but there's no like, there's none of that. I don't feel that. So I'm feeling like, is it just that it's gonna come to me later? Am I not a good friend? Like, what is it? Um, I think that they just didn't offer anything. Mm. Like, because if they offered something, you'd miss what they offered. Even that, mm. yeah, yeah. Because even though, like you're saying, even in relationships where all the guy offered it was good dick, let's say for example, mm. or the you sex was good, that. you miss that part. Even if the rest of the relationship was toxic, mm. he was broke, blah, 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 he never took you out. But if that's what he offered you and that's what was good for you, mm. you would at least miss that. Like, because yeah. if you're not, if you're not linking up with this person regularly, mm -hmm. yeah. If you're not really speaking to this person regularly, mm -hmm. if you're not going to this person for advice, mm -hmm. them being in your life and not being in your life doesn't change because, yeah. Like, if it's somebody that you guys spoke every day, yeah. You're gonna miss speaking to that person because, you, like, you, if you, you miss the conversation, you don't. But when you guys are dating and you beef and you didn't text for a day. My is dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah you're the worst something. check. Yeah, you were looking at it. The check. Yeah, you know the worst part is. So who's gonna put the price out? You put the thing on like mute, yeah. Like maybe the message on. You know, on like iMessage, you can put it on mute. But you still be going to go and check. Yeah. Why are you put on mute? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you put uh, on mute? We feel level together, but you know you just have to go back to the house. It's like you just cannot deal with it. Yeah. You don't have to go back and deal with that so part. I, I don't think you're you're only good for you guys aren't friends or you are all a good friend or whatever. It's just mm. that if they offered nothing, there's nothing to miss. Mm. Like that's just pretty much what. Yeah, because I've I've gone through one friendship breakup. Again, it wasn't beef. It was just like I've, I've told you guys about the situation. A certain thing happened, and then first we were because we're such a good friend of ours. He's the reason I have the majority of my friends. So mm -hmm. they introduced me to the majority. Mm -hmm. So initially, there's a bit of denial. You're like, nah, he wouldn't do that. They're lying on his name. Blah blah blah. blah. And then when you get more information, you have to be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Like, look, 
he was your, a good friend to you. <laughs> but again, we don't know what these people do behind closed doors. But how much do you like a friend? How much do I like a friend? Yeah. Because I was, sorry, the reason why I say that is because yesterday we were having that conversation. Remember, I was saying about um, some guy went to, okay, imagine someone goes to prison or they're, they're in, in, in court for something and it's proven that they didn't do this thing. But the narrative is they did this thing. So either it, like, I don't know, just, just well, people pick whatever, yeah, whatever, the perception of whatever it is, yeah. Yeah. There's do no you allegations. want to stay? Do you like? Will you stay knowing that that person's innocent, but everybody thinks that person's not innocent? Like, how far are you willing to back? Do you know I, what I, I mean? I'll, I'll trigger warning as usual. There's some allegation. I'm not saying I could. I, I would back it publicly. Like, there's some allegations of sexual assault that are very serious. Mm. And honestly, like, in those ones, there's really no proof. Like, if someone says that I didn't do it, for the most part, it's between the two people in that room. Do mm. you know that kind of way? So in those situations, wholeheartedly, I'm not going to go on the internet or on social media and be like, nah, my boy wouldn't do that, my boy wouldn't do that. Why are you still friends with them? And that's the other side of it. Like, that's what... That's the other side. And I guess that's an extreme. Forget that situation because that's very extreme, but just in general, how would you back a friend? How much? And I guess it is situation depending. If you say my friend stole your money, Mm. I might still be friends with him. I'll still charge him. There's, okay, there's, there's... If we're talking about, like, sexual assault and stuff like that, it's I'll treat it differently to Yeah. Okay, say they said now this person did fraud. No, but like they've done like mud. Like hush puppy mud. You still back there. No, no, you still back there. You know the fraud that they take from the white man, yeah? Yes. Oh you still back them. Yeah, it has nothing to do with it. Okay, if they say that they say that what's it called? They were okay. A child trigger warning, a child was killed. You were in the wrong place at the wrong time. You didn't kill that. You know you didn't kill that person, mm-hmm. that child. Yeah. But the, you were caught in that scene. See, what, I, I get what so you So you were caught in that scene. The police caught you in that scene. You yeah. didn't do it. You went to um, court. The trial was going on for like two years. Because you know these things yeah, take yeah, them forever. Yeah. It, for two years, they eventually said, okay, you didn't do it. But newspapers, media have put your picture, child killer. Do you back that person knowing that the person has told you I didn't kill them. The court has found them not guilty. But as people, we don't t- we don't f- we don't care if you're not guilty or yeah, not. Yeah. Once yeah, you've already public opinion, so yeah. Like, so are you backing that person? Yeah, because I can justify the backing. Because I can be like, look, they said he's not guilty. Yeah, because I, I, I can justify like I get what you're saying, and that's the thing we're alluding to as well. What's like fraud and stealing? Because you're not like harming human life, maybe in our brains we say, okay, when it's sexual assault and murder, you're, you're actually physically harming another person. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why in our brain it's like, ah, we like that one back into the bit. But if in the situation you gave, and then I can actually say, no, he went to court, he did his due diligence, the lawyer found him not, the, uh, the court found him not guilty, he says he didn't do it. Just because now you people decide you, mm-hmm. he's guilty, that's so why you back. Yeah, I think in that situation. In that situation, yeah. Because the thing is, like, if so, you didn't, you didn't mean to kill, like, you didn't even kill the person. You didn't. You just walked in and. And the kid, well, but that's my boy, man. Yeah, like, that's like, easy to back up. Because in that situation, anything could have happened, and you didn't actually do anything. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? If you now went out and you rode out on some ten-year-old kid and, bro, I can't be, I can't be your boy. What if you're a man, a manslaughter, and you were fighting your wife, and you mistakenly killed her? 
What's or happened? same thing, wife kills husband, both mistaken, they were fighting. Mistaken, but what happened? Because Never the thing them. is, I can't if it's one of those things that you were you've been beating on your wife and then you you this one time you accidentally get I can't fuck with you. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If it's one of those situations where and you might have pushed her and she hits her head, wardrobe, hit the yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, get off me. Yeah. But how do you know that was the first time? Because it would be like essentially for you to get to that is what you're saying. Mm -hmm. It must have taken steps to get to yeah. that. Nobody really assumed it was just like one step say, get off me, and mm -hmm. then slip, trip, fall, hit head. Like there's an asterisk. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's gonna be like see the thing about these things, right? Is that they're so nobody will ever know what happened. Yeah, yeah. don't need to be looked at. Yeah, and that's why it's kind of like trigger warning with all this like sexual assault stuff and all this kind of like oh your boy your boy did this your boy did this for because everyone always uses the thing of like oh but women lie like there's girls that lie and the thing is like it would be easier if we could just say believe all women mm -hmm. but because even if it's just one mm -hmm. yeah even if it's just one she's mm -hmm. fucked it up for everybody yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and the thing is a lot of these things mm -hmm. we will never know yeah like we will like it's like. That's just it, we will never know. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's one of those situations as well. Like, girls look at guys crazy for being friends with guys that are like abusers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But there's some niggas that have been on lists. Mm -hmm. Girl, the girls are rocking with him like nothing yeah, changed. Yeah, yeah, Do you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But now. New relationships, new. Like, you know, I don't see what you're saying. But now, like, if a girl can't sympathize with. The girl, and then it becomes easier it's for the boys to justify that too. You know what I'm saying? So, well, if you guys are saying believe all women, but the women are still rocking with that guy who's on multiple lists, why would do I now? Like it's it. it you you know can see how a guy could justify it because, like, that because like when when it when it when it comes to your friend, right? It's mm -hmm. weird because like the thing is, I got through this question on you. What if one of your friends? It turns out that they're in. A, in a, What's called abusive relationship with their man, and they were being on their man all the time, and they were doing all this to their man all the time. Are you still friends with them? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I could, mm -hmm. because I just think violence is just one of those things that are a bit. Have I? Is am I just finding out, or have I been knowing? Let's even just say you just found out. Do I speak? Like I would speak to I'm the person. About your friend, like this is your my ride or die. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, it's I, don't mean, I don't know. I, I would have to distance myself for a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I would have to distance myself. Like, for instance, like, say, like, it was war. Like, where's my, my, my ride or die? And God forbid she was out here kicking niggas in the head or something like that. <laughs> Wild shit, like, funny, yeah. you know, like, out here kicking niggas in the head. <laughs> yeah, I might have to be like, I need to distance myself until I gather myself and be like, yo. Like, but you'd want more information. I'd need you to find out. And then I'll be like, why? Are you sick? I think like, as like people, we on? just want to simplify this to be like, they do this, cut them out. And sometimes it is that. But we see people who are of murderers. They kill people. And their families and their loved ones are still visiting them in prison. Even their wives or whatever. Yeah, still visiting Jeffrey them. Dahmer's dad um, visited him in prison. Up until the time he died. Yeah, like, and then we because and this we love different eating people. And this is someone we love. Some people we sometimes we love our friends, like our, our I, family. You know what that always makes me think of? Like, there's such extremes. Like, there's parents that would still be with their children and be like, "I can't break this bond. I'm, I know my child is a, is sick. Like, he's mm -hmm. killing people." 
And then there's some people that their children are doing nothing, they're doing everything right, but they're gay. Mm -hmm. And they're like, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, different things mean different things too. And, and that's the thing. I think sometimes we just try to simplify it as people and do everything as black and white. And we just try to like, and a lot of it is projecting. It's like I because I feel like I would cut someone off if mm. they did that. How mm. why hasn't that person done the same thing? Because you don't have, you don't feel the same way for that person. Exactly. exactly, and you don't have the context they have. You don't have the relationship they have. They've not felt children. Does that the mean the parent doesn't yeah. love the child as much? No, not really. Not really, because some people. Like, for example, they stand by their values so much, and I was like, with all this talk of Qatar and the, the LGBT community, in, in those countries, they stand by those values so much. Do you have much. gay friends? No. Either lesbian. No, actually, no, I think, I think I've, got, I've probably got some friends on the spectrum somewhere. You know, well, he's 14%. Tommy's what? Tommy's 10%? He's perfect. No, no, I yeah, in Pfizer, it was a guy called like shout out to him. I had a friend, I don't put his name out, but yeah, he's he made me really think about my perception because, like, I always say, grew up going to church, grew up very Christian, blah blah. They, that community seen a certain way, mm -hmm. and then I always I've said this on this pod, but I meet this guy, and he's the loveliest, most work hard work. Do you think that would change you know, if any of your friends come out now and say, you know, I think I've Discovered. No, I don't get fucking. No, I know, but I'm just wondering, like, how is it that no, no one has gay friends? I, I feel like is it that we're um, as a community we're still hiding or? No, I feel they're they're both. And like, are, are we counting bisexuals into this? I guess, yeah. Oh, but in that case, in that case, because there's some girls. <laughs> Yeah, but a lot of girls. girls. We've had a few. We exactly. were on the couch. She, she admitted she, she was on a date when the viral video went down. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, so. Uh, but also back to I that. Wouldn't say she was our friend, but yeah. Back back to that though. I do feel like sometimes with these over really religious people, you know, for them, it's the end goal is heaven, and mm. it's like this. This you're condemning yourself to hell. Mm. I love you so much. I don't want you to go to hell. So this thing, no matter how bad it is, like it needs to be a thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that's how they might feel about it. But I'm, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. You know this is a Christmas episode, we're getting all dark and shit. Oh shit, yeah, no, this is the Christmas episode. So what are you doing for Christmas? Yeah, I don't care about Christmas, like, I don't know that's Why are you a Grinch? I... Something to do with your childhood? Well, people always say that. <laughs> no, I'm just wondering. No, people generally always say that. I think right? I said this last year too, I think it's because there was no Christmas, like, any, like, it's kind of Muslim as well. So oh yeah, I like, forget that sometimes. So there's no... Yeah, my dad is Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still? My, like, you know what it is, yeah? What is Yusuf? Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested in my Muslim name. But do you think, are your siblings like that? Well, I know your sister is. She's, my sister, my she's, converted, but, she's converted. But she now. was the one who tried to make it the most Christmassy. Okay. Like, she decorated the house, all that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. she, like, tried to do all of that. Mm -hmm. For me, Christmas is. I feel like. I feel like I'm. I don't like it because I feel like they're lying to you. They sell you that it's one thing, but it's really not. Yeah, no, like, it's changed really, over the years. It's just, it's really just about money. Yeah, like, yeah, it's all about spending money. Yeah, and, and it's just one of those things where I don't like the fact that you're making people feel like they have to go into debt to just provide yeah. this one day. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it's just like people are people are taking out credit cards. Yeah. It's Drake Barr. He says I'm more concerned about niggas thinking about Christmas in August. Jesus Christ! Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, you're yeah. thinking about because. Like you're saying, we were talking about single parents earlier with like maybe three kids. They have to think about Christmas earlier. Mm -hmm. They can't just wake up in October and oh shit, it's in two months. Mm -hmm. So they're already that kind of stress and the pressure to go back to school with their kids and everything. Yeah. The only reason I like Christmas is just people spending time together. 
Yeah, I guess that is that's cool too. I think it's that's it. That like I don't care about the presents. It's not it's not it's not about the presents. Like I would I would be open to be like, oh yeah, my friends can come over for Christmas. Yeah, and we're gonna be friends with one of these years. I told Mars already. I also hate the country. I also hate the the music fucking annoys me. It's just cringy. It's you know my Feliz Navidad. I don't like I don't like all like the like it just Do you think it'll change when you have kids? Everyone keeps saying this and I don't No, know. I'm I'm not saying it will, I'm just saying do you think you'll make a bit know. more like I don't know, maybe but a bit more effort. I don't know if I want my kids to be living in Santa Claus. Mm, you don't want mm. them to be living a white man no, that provides. I hear it. No, yeah, I do, I do bro, hear it. Like like Doctor Umar, you, like my heart works. Where is this wedding going to take this? You know, you know. No, but okay, apart apart from that, right? Um, I feel like Santa Claus is part of the reason why kids have unrealistic expectations from from parents. If you're a parent that can't afford anything, not that that's going to be me. But Amen. like, you're, but like, they feel like it's just coming from a guy that makes it. So they're gonna ask for the crazy shit. They're gonna ask for the shit that is like, oh. I oh want. yeah. No, actually, yeah. You know what? I'm not, I'm gonna let them know there is this figure called Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. But you remember that it's coming from our pockets. It's not. But what age though? Do you don't want to let them. Be, I knew that they're gonna tell us they're gonna from seven. They're gonna listen to this episode. They're gonna be like, let kids be kids. I never believed in Santa Claus. I did up until I was seven, and then a, uh, a white little boy in my class said, "Oh, you know, Santa's not." Who was this? Huh? What was his name? What you I can't remember. Like Andrew or something like that. He was like an atheist. And he was like, yeah. Andrew's an atheist and selfish. Imagine a selfish being an atheist. The thing is, like, people make it seem like if you don't let your kids believe in Santa Claus, why are you ruining their childhood? How's that ruining their and childhood? And then I went to tell everybody in my class and then my teacher gave it out to me. Yeah, but how's that ruining your childhood? And I think and I think Mark Charlemagne or something like that, yeah. He says, you tell your kid that the tooth fairy is real, the... Santa Claus is real and the Easter Bunny is real, right? And also God is real. Though, and then systematically you tell them three uh, out of the four are not real. real. And also the three out of the four that have actually given them physical things mm. are real. Where God didn't give you nothing. Are you not going to be like... That's not real either. He, 2-3 gave me money that I spent. Santa Claus got me presents that I played with and I asked for Easter Bunny for... What is it? Chocolates, know, and chocolates and shit. Yeah. Easter Bunny gave me that. What did God give you that is tangible? That's true, actually. That's true, that's true, because, uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe oh, wow. I'll do something. Yeah, yeah. That, that's actually not for Christmas then. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is, like, like, it's not, it's not a fight. I'm not pro anti Christmas. I like, I used to like the vibes Christmas leading to Christmas more. I like more. the vibes of Christmas. Like, especially when I could go to town more and I was in town and I was going for Christmas. Because I always make sure I meet up with people. friends at, yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, that kind of thing. Now, like, now it's just like, eh, it's going to happen. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think I meet up with friends like I used to. Like, I don't think I'm, oh, you're back in Ireland now. Oh, you're doing this. That's what you are. I don't and I don't work enough close to town. But let me just pop into Grafton Street, get an ice truck, or you're texting people. Anybody remember those days in Snap? Anyone in town? Mm-hmm. And then you just pop into town. Who used to do that? You did. No, no, people definitely did it. Yeah. yeah. What's what? But you know what it is? Actually, no. Maybe it's no. not. I don't like Christmas. I don't like the commercial aspect of Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. so much so, like, like this is how. Like, I I don't go all the way left to all this like. Uh, the, you know, like all these stupid theories and all this kind of shit. Like the, the Earth is flat. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Because like. You think the Earth is flat? No, I was. Okay. Um, but when you drive, you drive. But I, I do, I do think. I do, I think, do want to know. I do think they didn't, they didn't land on the moon. 
No, I don't believe that. No, no. Because I don't believe that because you're, you're, you're not telling me. You're, yes, you're not telling me the most technological advance we've ever been, and you haven't been back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And this technology advance was like in the sixties. Yeah, we're on the moon in the sixties, yeah, and this is also twenty-two, where we can look at each other's. We used to see shit in movies. We, we used to see screen talking in the movies, and we're like, that's never gonna happen. Bro, but we do it on our phones. I can go back to the I room. Can, I can walk the streets of Milan on Google Earth, but I can't go to the moon. Yeah, <laughs> I don't believe that. Yeah, like how? Look. That's not even what I'm going to There's say. There's a lot of theories that I don't... Uh, exactly. What, 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 where I was kind of like... Even the whole COVID thing annoyed me as well. Mm. Because oh, everything's on lockdown, everything's on lockdown. I was like, watch Christmas. They will never lock you down without yeah. Christmas. It's yeah. impossible. No, no, they open it for December and they, they lock it up again. 2020. Yeah. Both of them. Both. Both of them. Both of They opened it up. They said, oh yeah, two weeks Christmas, do whatever you want. And then, oh... Kids have gone up, we've got to close everything down again. What is it? Do you miss lockdown? Uh, to some degree, yeah. Yeah. So. Actually, but you know what? And that's not that would be I'm nice. actually happy that COVID happened. Why? Why? Because COVID has transformed my life. It just, like, think about, do you remember having to go to the office five days a week? Yeah. yeah. God for me. you remember you still do that now? <laughs> Charge. <laughs> God for me. When I also think Christmas did Christmas Day legit is born. Yeah. That's why I say you can come up with Christmas Day legit is born. You know, that's what I said, I'm inviting everybody on the podcast. Y'all can come. You don't know where I live in. My favorite Christmas memory, I think there was one Christmas day in had his arm broken. <laughs> Why did oh Let me get to the rest of the story. Why would that be this story has not finished? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the fact that your brother's in pain. I that's your favorite Christmas. Well, the, the best memory is that my dad took off the cast. And because he's had it on for like a while or whatever. But you know when your kids maybe it was only six weeks but everything just time felt like ages he had it on. So then when they took it off, and this nigga was in tears as in bawling, and I was laughing at him because it felt probably felt so heavy. So when they took it off, he's like I think my arm was broken again. That that part when he just said that, especially with his French little voice, that that, that had to be the best thing. French. Yeah, we speak French, but that was the only Christmas sermon that I like. Other than that, it's like you. I just look forward to the chocolate and wine every year. Mm. Chocolate and wine on the couch. <laughs> mine was just probably well, mine is definitely when I was younger, and like my parents would like let us open at midnight. But now, it like well for the last few years is. There was no presents, or if there was presents, it was just kind of like, you know what you're getting. It would be like, everybody spend minimum 50 to 100 euro, and then I spend it all day in the kitchen cooking. Mm. Wait, that, that's another thing. How do you enjoy Christmas if you're in the kitchen all day? No, we have, we do not do it the day, the two days before. I'm going to do it the day before, or I'm going to give some, something to everybody. someone. That's the thing, that's it. As you get older, you realize, do you know what? Everybody cooks something and just bring it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. Everybody cook one mom, thing. Like, everybody mom, make this, my mom is my making sister. something. Like, it's like, everybody make everybody one thing and put up. So, but, you have a favorite Christmas summer? Do you want to try something again? Yeah, favorite Christmas summer. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing already? Because it was the time that yeah, I left him and I ran. He was getting, he was getting beast from his dad. And I, I left him and I ran. I, that was at like Christmas? Yeah, it was Christmas. Yes. Did you guys get the cross from each other? Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah. That so, big field. Nah, remember nah. one year that we all spent at Mayo's um, gaff because there was no parents there. And we used to just. And then. Oh, the, the, were you not there? 
It was like Corridor and everybody, and then um, and then Maya's dad promised to take us to summer um Summerfest. We all got ready. He never took us. Um, I went to the petrol station, yeah. Are you diesel or petrol? Petrol now. Oh. I put on the tenner in my tank. The needle didn't move. So <laughs> why did you put a tenner? I have a tenner. Because I was going. No, because I it was I was driving from. I was driving. <laughs> I was driving from. Like, one of the <laughs> like if I was a guy at the cash tin and you came and said I put tenner, like bro. I put a tenner before. No, I put a fiver back in the days. No, this was back. You can't put five more than less than five. Can't yeah, you can. You can. Less than less than five. Oh no! no now when petrol is crazy, no. You couldn't put less than five. But, um, no, but like it was, it was a super expensive, it was a super expensive petrol station, and I literally just needed enough to just last me to get to where I was going to no, get. Petrol is um, petrol. It's gone down now. I know. I miss being petrol. Yeah. Yeah. I miss. I miss my diesel car though. I remember, I miss when I first started driving and it was still like one point fifteen or one point two. Yeah. That was, when, it was, when it was still. It was. Days. I mean, I remember that. I remember because me and Ward learned how to drive at the same time, and we just used to drive for bonds because petrol was that cheap. Yeah. Doesn't yeah, go yeah, anywhere. Will you try to give this week, babe? Mmm. This week. Working for the white man, I guess. Waking up at 6 o'clock. Waking up at 6 o'clock. Doing that. Um, I feel like my car has started making some noise. And I'm starting to get scared. That's what you need to charge it every you week. Corporate you know car. Car. No, Turn no, no, the no, volume off. You know, you know what it is, yeah? Your car knows that. Christmas. I smell a bonus coming. Oh shit, I literally had it in my head just there. What am I trying to do to the game this week? The fuck a month of December. And how busy and active it just tends to be. <laughs> like the, just like just that whole constant activity. And I enjoy it because like there's parts of it which is just perks of the work we put in and mm. we're in certain environment. <clears throat> but there's aspects of it I'm just like, man, is it every week that we have to mingle, talk? Just yeah, that aspect of Everybody, like I said, the good aspect, everyone's to link up. The aspect of it, you have to leave your house to link up. So mm-hmm. the whole month of December would just be expensive. There's someone's some, always something to do, petrol to buy, you're still working. But yeah, it's, yes, I'm charging that to 2023, the you see how like there's so many like concerts gone. Yeah. Do you think you're going to be gone to Because uh, like Chris Brown is coming, apparently Beyonce might be doing a world tour. That there's... If you bring the husband, I'll have to see you. Anyways, and then God did. <laughs> and then there's um Burner and then Whiskey who are doing it back to back. That weekend we had so much potential, but we checked hotel prices, bro. Yeah, it's like one thousand. Got to go to the game. London that weekend. You just have to wait until it's back down. Yeah, that or or Airbnb and get bedrooms. Yeah, everyone get massive Airbnb. Yeah, massive Airbnb. and because I know I was talking to you, like it's someone about it. Like maybe some people that get like the outskirts of London yeah. and making their way in because we we had a look at a few of them around there, even the ones we stayed. London is very expensive. Though. Just get a designated driver. That's what you need. You need a designated driver. But who wants to drive, drive in London? And then yeah, the thing is not every like it's not everyone drinks. So you get someone that. Who should actually do it? Bro. Yeah. Rent a car, designated driver. Or, 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 or,
Underground, <laughs> soft life. These are, these are brokey problems, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they have to yeah. find a way to find a way. What's what? Do you guys have to end this off? Do you guys have a Christmas tradition that you feel like you're gonna pass on to your kids and all of that? Not really, you know. Now that you have a new household, do you guys have a Christmas tree? Yeah, yeah, we got one. Of course. Jordan doesn't care what happens to that household. Once there's bread, eggs. We have to go shop and juice. The That's all he cares. That's one, one day they were like, "Oh, we need a Christmas tree." I was like, "What do you need to go shop for a Christmas I, tree?" I can't remember the last time I had a Christmas tree in the house. See, my mom, my mom makes it a big deal. Like, if the Christmas tree after like maybe two, three years, she's like, "We need a new one." I'm like, "That one's perfectly fine." But for her, she's like, "No, let's get a new one." So because of that, I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna keep that, keep that going." I think my mom, my mom tried to do that when we were younger, and the older we got, the less we give a fuck. And yeah. Then she gave a fuck and less. then because like this is my fir- my nephew's first Christmas is when they're coming over. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be like very Christmassy, so we can get all the Christmas pictures for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but what's your what's your tradition? Same game. We don't really like. There's no. Christmas tradition in our house. I think what it actually became a tradition maybe in the last three, four years is that Nate and my brother has a Christmas Eve party mm-hmm. every year. Is that happening this year? Yeah, it's in the bath as well. My parents have. So every year, you pull up. I might have to Actually, I'm actually never going to be well. Yeah, I think that's, 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 the only, that's the only tradition that we've probably made ourselves. But other than that, literally, Christmas Day, you were there. There's no special. Mm-hmm. We play card games, but everybody does that every year. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got it? I, no. The waitress used to play Monopoly as a family, mm-hmm. and then it just gets intense and some people go to their room. I love so, Monopoly. Monopoly is stressful. It's the coolest game. I think I only lost one game, and that's because they fucked it up for me. No. I don't and think we don't really... They cheated, so I couldn't win. They don't really do anything. It's just, yeah, we just play Monopoly. Um, in the morning, we just play Christmas tunes. My yeah. parents come down to the kitchen, watch me cook. Um, and then dance. See the head, the in our voice. Um, <laughs> right. The, the only one that I liked, the one we used to do is every Christmas morning, I cry and boogie in the morning. Oh, I used to love that. My mom used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mom used to do that. Or she used to do that every like random Sunday. It was always a Sunday, it was never a Saturday, it was always a Sunday. Also, Loki, honestly, Loki, Christmas, Christmas dinner is underwhelming, and it usually is. Do you know what? Because I, because obviously this is like our first Christmas, and I keep asking, I'm like, what do I like? What do I need to make? To yeah, yeah, do you know? It's so like, I have like, is. I'm like, okay, my sister, my older sister, she's gonna, she said that she's gonna make like pepper soup or whatever. She's gonna do like turkey, and then my mom's gonna do like fish, but I don't fuck with fish, so it has nothing to do with me. But I'm obviously gonna make jello fried, and then I was like, okay, I wanna make dodo gears and apple, and then I'm like, what else? Like, do I like what else is gonna make? The Christmas, the Christmas food. food. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I mean? We never had traditional Christmas food in our house. Yeah, it was always like those. We always house. had turkey. Well, it's just a roast. Yeah, 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 it was a roast. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Just a roast. But I, they do that. I have that at work when they give out that. Oh, it's Christmas free Christmas dinner. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. But literally, jollof, all that stuff. That's what I'm expecting for Christmas. I'm not expecting any tradition. Are we, are you doing? Are we doing roast to all them? Yeah, I might have to because if Anna comes. Alright. Okay. We diversify our house, not only diversify the puzzle. Tell, like, so, tell like, when you room, do as the Romans do. And you said the jollof. She said the jollof is too spicy. And? Gave us a charge. Well, that's good. <laughs> get, get her some milk, man. <laughs> <laughs> you make me do hot ones with jollof. <laughs> huh? Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. 
I would have like, I've not been to South America yet, but I don't know what country you would slap in South America. Like you know, maybe like Colombia's cartels. Why do you have to go to Colombia? Well, you, you know there's cartels in Colombia. Yeah, but I, my friend Catherine, she went to Colombia and she said it was there's safe parts in Colombia. Yeah, no, I would like to go to South America because I've been to North, I've been to Asia, I haven't been back to Africa, obviously, but maybe I'll like to that too. Any of you go to Russia? God. I have I don't really feel like I have an interest to go somewhere cold. Yeah. Mm. Never. So you it's cold here all the time. So you don't think you could go to a ski? No, I could, but I'm not skiing. I'm not going to like mm. I'd have to be going there for something. Ski. Yeah, for so actual skiing. But like I'm I don't see myself wanting to go somewhere cold unless I'm going to go do something in that somewhere cold. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'm just going to go to Russia. So oh let me look around Russia. Yeah, yeah. I have no interest in Russia and yeah. mm -hmm. all those tough places. Yeah, some of the week. <clears throat> um DMX um this Christmas. Do you know what? DMX <laughs> DMX <laughs> Oh he loves that song. He said he's gonna tell his children yeah. <laughs> Who are you going to tell the children that's who actually made the song? He's ready, he's ready. I'm going to blackwash history. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's what, what I'm going to do again. There's so much. Blackwash history. There's so much that we need to talk about in 2023 that yeah. we never got to talk about this year. In 2022. Oh, blackwash history. I'm telling you, yeah, the year we're about to have in 2023, it's gonna be different. bro, mm -hmm. just being in certain rooms with certain people, the year that we're about to have in 2023, Next level. We're about the industry. The Irish industry. Stop that. Stop. Oh, terms of industry, not like that. I know, industry is like that. I know, I know. I saw him. I saw him. I said, let's let's work. Yeah. Come on, dude. Tell him you react. Oh, she's fine. I'm supposed to do that. I do DJ. She's right. Right. Guys, we saw that. Thank you for coming on the pod. Oh, sorry. I'm pissed you. What's the song of the week? Change Man by Be Humble. Come on. She actually fucked with that song. See, that's why you put the song at the time. Because I like R&B. So it's yeah, yeah. Right, yeah, mine is DMX's version of Rudolph Red Nose Reindeer. Rudolph Red Nose What? What? You know, <laughs> actually, oh my god, you have just made me come to a realization. Mm. It's not that I don't like Christmas, Christmas music. I don't like the white Christmas music. Because <laughs> when, when DMX did that same song, it's clap. Oh! Right? <laughs> oh! God! You know okay, what? Okay, let me show um, what's that one? This Christmas. Is it no. Christmas? Oh, this Christmas, Chris yeah. Brown. You like that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so well, I feel like the white person. Then he says, diversify your fans, and every time, every time. It's fine. I don't. I just there's certain things I just don't fuck with, like techno. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't dance. Yeah. Music, I don't like that either. But the thing is, when they did our piano, it's fucking wavy. I'm really very going black. <laughs> yeah. Right. Anyways, if you got to the end of the pod and you didn't like anything that we said on this podcast, well, charge, charge, charge. Okay. Yeah.